that he has. And he's not stingy. He's not holding my past against me. But he have come with no agenda other than to set us free from every place of death and decay. Praise God. Let me read the word. I don't want y'all just to take my word for it. I want you to take his word for it. If we look in 1 Peter, the epistle of Peter, chapter 1, actually, let's change that reference. I, I want to be in 1 Peter chapter 1. Chapter 1. I like what that says there on 2, but we need to be in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 to 25. Praise God. Go ahead and fix that. And I'll continue. 1 Peter chapter 2, chapter 1, verses 3 through 25. It says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 25. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It says, it is by his great mercy that we have been born again because God raised Jesus from the dead. Here's our key verse. Now we live. Somebody say we live with great expectation. Come on, say that. I'm going to live with great expectation. God does not want you to have a low visibility. We started out 2020 talking about growing up, but a lot of folk were talking about the word vision. Well, nobody talking about COVID-19. Y'all not saying nothing in a pandemic. We were talking about vision, and vision has to do with what we see. But don't you know this year God have brought some things into focus for us. Listen, there's some things that he had to move out of our life. He had to put on pause because he wants us to see the revelation of who he really is. And we've been hearing and reading a lot of things, but this year have really pulled the sheets off of some stuff. I'm not saying nothing. Listen, some of us, even in our home, husbands and wives, we've had to spend some more time together. Y'all not saying nothing than what we normally do. Some of the stuff we used to go to and the stuff that used to consume our time haven't. And so some of us have been forced to sit down and have some conversations that we didn't have time to have. Listen, we've been forced to sit down with our children and with those in our home and some of the folk we've been with for a long time we done we have walked away from in terms of we don't really know them and and this happens with our relationship with God sometimes we say we're saved and we say we're Christians but we don't have this intimacy that we're supposed to have with God and so then things begin to happen in our life and we allow it to throw us off course because we don't really know him but God wants us to be in relationship and in fellowship with him to a point that where we really know who he is. We know his voice. We know what he speaks. We know what it says. And we know what it means because we have a relationship and an intimacy with him that gives us an, a confidence and a hope on the inside that we don't let go of it when things begin to shift. Listen, I want you to know as long as you live, there's going to be some shifting in your life. There's going to be change. There's going to be transition. And this has been a year of changing and shifting. And when that happens, it does not feel good. and It doesn't look good. But you know that God is good when you have a very clear understanding and vision and picture of what his word says about who he is and how he operates. 
don't you listen and look at this word. It says that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. We have been born again. Now live. Somebody say live. Come on. God wants you to live. Somebody say it again. Live. See, this is a problem. Some of us, we've been existing, but we've not been living. We've been breathing. We've been going through the motions, but we've allowed death and decay to rob us of the peace and the joy we are supposed to have in Christ because we are moved by what's going on around us. We are moved by the blessings that are material that are coming to us. But when those things begin to get stripped away, then sometimes we become bitter in our vision and our disposition towards God. But the Lord says, listen, I want you to understand what this really is about. This is not about this physical environment, but you have a soul that I came to save, a new birth experience that I bring that causes and is there to transform your entire life and the entire viewpoint and vision that you have about everything that comes around you. Live with the expectation, knowing that God has something for you. Somebody say that God's got something for me, and it's good. Listen, it says it, and it declares it here in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4. We have a priceless inheritance. Listen, God's got something money can't buy. God's got something that they don't sell at Saks Fifth Avenue. He got something that they don't sell at Nordstrom. Y'all not saying nothing. God's got something that dealers don't have. He got something that Walmart, Costco don't have. He's got something that the Goldman Sachs don't have. He's got something that's priceless. Somebody say it's priceless. Thank you. We have a priceless inheritance, and it says that inheritance that is kept in heaven for you, it's for you. It's not for the person that's sitting next to you. It's not for somebody that is good at two shoes. It's for you. You and all of your blemishes and all of your issues, God's got a blessing for you. You that have a past, you that have failed, you that have made mistakes, you that have tripped up on some things, you that have been in trouble, God's got something for you in spite of you. Somebody believe and know and understand that God loves you, that God saves you in spite of you. Listen, he loves us in spite of us. Even in this year, as there's been some things that have been peeled off of our life, God's not afraid of it. He knows how to deal with your problem. He knows how to deal with your past. He knows how to deal with your hurt. Listen, he knows how to deal with the pain that you've experienced. Listen, God's not afraid of your situation he has power listen there's an inheritance that's been kept in heaven for you and it's pure and it's undefiled it's beyond the reach of change and decay my 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 God's got something that's pure somebody say pure he's got something that's undefiled say undefiled thank you Lord He's got something that's beyond the reach of COVID. He's got something that's beyond the reach of job loss. He's got something beyond the reach of economic uncertainty. Y'all not listening to me. He's got something beyond the reach of the grave. Y'all listening to me? God's got something that is free from the decay that sin and death 
brings. Listen, when you are born again and when you place your faith in Christ, there is a darkness that is released and there's a light that's turned on and there is a perspective that is supposed to change on the inside of you. How does this happen? I want you to read 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. It says, through faith. Somebody say it's through faith. Through faith. Everything we receive and everything that God has for us, it comes by faith. It is received by faith. And faith comes by the spoken word of God. Hallelujah, praise the name of Jesus. I wish somebody would catch a hold of what I'm saying. It says, through faith, God is protecting you. Hallelujah. God is protecting you from things you can't see, from things that are hidden, from things that the enemy have plotted and planted. Don't you know when you was going to walk one way then, and something came up, God turned and he changed the trajectory of your life for that thing that the devil tried to do and he wanted to do didn't materialize. My, 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 God is protecting you. That car accident just should have been in. It took you out. It should have took you out. Listen, that cancer that should have formed and developed. Listen, that thing that should have happened. Oh, that, that meeting that was going on that was talking about you and trying to change your job or whatever it may be. God is protecting you by his power. My, my, my. Don't you know even when you wasn't saved? Don't you know even when you was in the world? Don't you know even when you was in sin and the stuff that other folk did that took them out of here, didn't take you out of here. The places that other folks went, amen, where they got tricked and trapped up, you didn't get tricked and trapped up. God's hand was on your life. And I want you to know that even in 2020, while stuff was going on around you, amen, when there were attacks being plotted, when the devil was trying to plant and trying to change the trajectory of your purpose, purpose and destiny, God turned it. And listen, you say, how come God didn't turn the pandemic? How come God didn't turn what was happening in the school? How come he didn't turn this and that? Listen, there's some stuff that we don't know, that we don't see, that he knows, and that he sees. And even when we were asleep, and even when we were not aware of what was happening, God had angels that were shielding us. Thank you, Lord. That was surrounding us from that person, that wizard and that wit that warlock and that witch that you were in fellowship and you didn't even know it. You was in the church. That curse that was spoken over your life. God was protecting you. Y'all not listening to me today. Somebody sit around and say, I just don't like this person. I just want something bad to happen to you. Listen, don't you know that what somebody's will and wish is over your life is not greater than the word and the plan of God. And I'm here to tell you today, it's us time for us men and women of God to get ourselves together, to get our life back. Listen, we've allowed what's happening in us and around us to rob us of the purpose and the destiny and the the power that God has sent into this world and into this earth. Get your life back. Somebody say, I'm going to get my life back. 
my, 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 I'm not going to let 2020 change me for the worse. I'm going to let it change me for the good. Listen, we're talking, and I want to preach a message later on this week virtually, but listen, God has taken us into a new normal. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go back to the way things were. Listen, I don't want to go back to the old way. I want to go forward into the thing that God had for me for tomorrow. Listen, it's time for us to stop trying to hold on to something that's dead. Listen, the Lord has said, I, my word is alive. I am alive. I am active. Listen, I'm yet present. I'm yet a healer. I'm yet a deliverer. I'm yet a way maker. I'm yet one who causes things, amen, the windows to be open. I'm yet one that causes blind eyes to see and deaf ears to hear. I'm yet one that brings the dead back to life. Thank you, Lord. And I come to change your perspective. That's what expectation has to do. Changing our perspective. The Lord wants you to change your expectation and your outlook on life. You say, there's some things that are bad that have happened to me, that have happened in my life, around me. And so because of this, the history that I have, I don't see how God could have a different future because some of the things I've already been through and I've already had to deal with. But I come to declare to you today, it's time for you to live with a different expectation. Your perspective has got to change about what you believe God can do and about who God is. The writer of our text says in verse 6, it says, so truly be glad. Somebody say, be glad. Why? There's a wonderful joy ahead. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know all what's going to happen in 2021. Some of it's not going to be good. But listen, I'm expecting the move of God. I'm expecting God to move in my life. I'm expecting his blessing to materialize. I'm expecting his promises to come forth. I'm expecting the promise to come alive. I'm expecting God to do something significant in my life, in your life. Listen, there's a wonderful joy ahead. Thank you. How, yeah, yeah. Even though you have to endure many trials for a little while. I want you to know that this time of distancing is not going to be permanent. It's not going to be forever. This time of mask wearing is not going to be forever. This time of sickness and disease is not going to be forever. This time where we go through stuff is not forever. It's just for a little while. Thank you, Lord. Sometimes we don't want to talk about it, but even as we go through this life, listen, God's got a home. There's a land, and we don't want to talk about heaven, but everybody want to go, but don't nobody want to do what they have to do to get there. Listen, we just got just a little while to stay here. The songwriter said it. We just here for a little while, but while we're here, we don't have to look downward. We don't have to have a sour outlook on life. We need to look up. We need to look high. We need to look above. We need to have hope. We need to have faith. We need to have love we need operating joy because whatever we're going through is there to produce glory these trials show that your faith is genuine and this year I pray that you have formed a closer walk with God because trying and difficult times prove where you are in him and some of us listen we have had God show ourselves himself to us and he showed ourselves to our own self. Listen. Hallelujah. Sometimes the church shut down. Some folks just having a good time. They say, well, I didn't want to go nowhere. I didn't like it anyway. Listen, I want you to know there's some folk that's enjoying this stuff right now. Y'all not saying nothing. I don't have to be bothered with folk. Listen, I don't have to entertain. I don't have to deal with stuff. But listen, I just believe that God's got something for us. 
but he wants to prove where we are. And he allows things to happen to see, to test us. Thank you. It is being tested as fire tests and purify gold, though your faith is far more precious than gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. And I want you to know that even though we have experienced the first coming of the birth of Christ, the, the resurrection of Christ, listen, the ascension of Christ, I want you to know one day he's going to come back again and we ought to live with great expectation that Jesus is coming and as he comes that he's going to turn, that he's going to bring, that he's going to fulfill all of the promises that he have given us. But we've got to stay in faith while we're going through you love him even though you've never seen him. Though you do not see him now, you must trust him. Somebody say, trust him. Somebody say, Lord, I trust you. And rejoice with a glorious and expressible joy. We live with great expectation. Every believer ought to be a praiser. And it's not about how you do it. It's about what's in your heart. Thank you, Lord. Rejoice with a glorious, inexpressible joy. The reward of trusting him will be the salvation of your souls. Praise God. God will protect and preserve you. This salvation, and I've got to close this, can't get it all out today, was something even the prophets wanted to know about when they prophesied about this glorious salvation prepared for you. They wondered what time or situation the spirit of Christ within them was talking about when they told them in advance about Christ's suffering and the great glory afterward, they told that their messages were not for themselves, but for you. This is for you. And now this good news has been announced to you by those who preached. How do we preach? We speak, we declare, and we say out of our mouth what we want to see God do, what the word of God says. In the power of the Holy Spirit that's sent from heaven. It is all so wonderful that even the angels are eagerly watching these things happen. Thank you, Lord. There's some things that are unfolding before us. There's some things that will change around us. There were some things, there are some things that will never be normal, the same again. But I want you to know one thing that will not change is the word of God. Read down to verse 23. For you've been born again, but not a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it becomes eternal. And it comes from the eternal living word of God. As the scripture says, people are like grass. The beauty is like a flower in the field. The grass withers, the flower fades. But the word, this word today is the word that should give us the strength and the courage and the faith to live with great expectation. That word there is rhema. I want you to know rhema is the spoken word of God. Listen, the word of God endures, it remains forever. And that word is the good news that was preached to you. So what am I trying to say to you? Listen, hold on to the word of God. 
I don't care what happened. I don't care who's in the office. I don't care what bomb go off somewhere. I don't care what thing shakes in the earth. I don't care what illness comes from the animal kingdom. I want you to know God have called us into his kingdom. He's called us into an everlasting. He's called us into a place of peace and joy. And he wants us to stand in faith and expectation. And he wants us to stand and declare and to continue to speak the word of God, no matter what the situation, let the word of God be the thing that exits your mouth. I declare the word of God. I have hope. I have expectation. I don't care what the doctors say. I don't care what man say. I don't care what came in the mail. I'm standing on faith. I'm standing on his word. I'm standing on not just the written word, but I'm spoken on the, the spoken word because every written word was a spoken word before it was written. And I want you to know when God speaks, God creates. And when he speaks, he gives life, he speaks, he changes, he brings forth transformation in every place of change and death and decay. Listen, it can't stand in front of the blessing and the reward that comes from standing and believing in the word of God and declaring it out of your mouth. I won't let any curse word, any curse thing come before my eyes or come out of my mouth, but I will declare the word of God, which is a living word as the writer said it, the word of God is quick. Somebody say it's quick. Listen, God know how to change stuff quickly. Did you know the word of God is sharp? Don't you know the word of God is like a two-edged living sword and it's powerful. And listen, it was so powerful that even the prophet, he wrote about it in uh, Jeremiah 28 and 20, 23 and 28. He says, let the one who has my word speak it faithfully. Somebody say, I'm living with expectation, but I'm going to stay in faith, and I'm going to be faithful to the word of God. I'm going to let it come out of my mouth. He told Jeremiah this, is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a camera that breaks a rock in the pieces. Listen, things will get rough and get difficult sometimes, but get the word out, just like you get a hammer out when it's time to fix something, when it's time to build something. Listen, God wants to fix it and he wants to build something up in your life, in your home, in your family, through your ministry, the anointing that he's given you. And his word is the tool that you need to crank it out in every place of decay, every place of chaos. Get the hammer out of God's word and declare it and speak it and bang it. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Proclaim it. Listen, there's some things God wants to break off of your family. Listen, how are you going to break it? With the word of God. Get the hammer out. Live with great expectation. Devil, you're not going to take my children. You're not going to take my husband. You're not going to take my wife. You're not going to take my family. You're not going to take my finances. I speak the word of faith. I speak the rhema. Somebody say rhema. Come on, don't you know when you speak the rhema word, things begin to blow and begin to move and begin to change just like God did in Genesis when he began to speak and he said, let there be. Come on, he's saying even now, let there be something that springs forth on the inside of you. Let there be something that springs forth in my kingdom, in my church, in my men and in my children, in my women, in all of the people that I've come, that I've sent, that comes against the attack of darkness that comes to bring a lie and deception to shadow and to wear down the truth but the hammer of the word of God is there to break it and God even wants to break some things right now thank you Jesus and he needs you to break it by the declaration of your own mouth 
Thank you, Jesus. Because when you stop speaking what you think and when you stop speaking what you see, start speaking what God says. I declare the word of the Lord. I declare the word of God over my body. I declare the word of God over my finances. I declare the word of God over my family. I declare the word of God over my business. Come on, I declare the word of God over this ministry. I declare the word of God over my marriage. Y'all not saying nothing. I declare the word of God over my husband, my wife. I declare the word of God over the people that he has connected to me. I declare the word of God over that thing which have seemed like it's just rigid and it won't bend and it won't move I declare the word of God that Jeremiah says is like a hammer come on I want you to know even now it's time for us to people of God to rise up in faith and get the word out pull this hammer out live with great expectation I don't care what gets on the six o'clock news I don't care what's happening on television I don't care what's happening from the health organization I put out and I put my faith and my trust in the hammer that God has given me that breaks change that breaks burdens that breaks bondage somebody declare the word of the Lord today hey thank you Lord Hallelujah. Come on, praise the Lord. I wish you would help me praise the Lord. Come on, I've got a weapon. I've got an arsenal. I've got a tool. And I've got great expectation that things are going to get better, that things are going to change. But they're not going down. They're going up. Thank you. They're not going south. They're going north. I've got great expectation that God is going to work miracles in my life. I've got a great expectation that God's going to answer prayer. I've got great expectation, thank you, Jesus, that God, thank you, Jesus, is God. Don't you know that? He's God, and he speaks, and when he speaks, whatever he says that has gone out, it must, it will bring forth transformation. Hallelujah. There are many of you that are dealing with some stuff today that need to be shifted, that need to be different. Hallelujah. I don't want you to let go of your expectation. I don't want you to let go of the word of God. I want you to stop cursing your life with your mouth. I want you to start speaking life into every dismal thing, in every dismal place. Thank you, Lord. Speak the word of life. Somebody say, Lord, give me a ray my word. A word that is living, that is active. That cuts. He said, there's some places of entanglement in my life. But I thank the Lord that the word of God comes to cut those attachments and those entanglements off of me today. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going to live with great expectation. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to let what I see hinder what I believe. I'm not going to let what somebody else says change the confession of what the word of God says. I don't care what law gets passed, what man tries to do. The word of God remains forever. Thank you, Jesus. I don't care what man have said about marriage or what man have said about this, that, this aspect of living or being. I'm going to stand and declare the word of God. And I'm not going to back away from it. Come on, it's a hammer. Thank you, Jesus. A hammer doesn't just break stuff. 
A hammer builds. A hammer brings security. Thank you, Jesus. And that's what the Lord wants to do on the inside of you. He wants you to live by faith. He wants you to stand on his word. Even during pandemic, even through trials and tribulation, those things are just there. The heat, the pressure is just there to purify and refine what God wants to do on the inside of you. Thank you, Lord. I want you to know this is a great work. We serve a great God, and he's purifying it even today. There are some churches that will not open after the pandemic is over because the Lord is tired of some stuff. The religion and tradition have got to change. He wants us to have a relationship with him and to know him beyond this pulpit, beyond the drums and the organ, beyond the physical building. He wants us to know him and to live in an expectation that goes beyond what we touch with our hand or what man says or changes. The word of God remains forever and is constant. Thank you, Jesus. People will turn their back on you. People will change the word that they give, the promise that they've given to you. But God is not a man that he should lie. Neither he is the son of man that he should repent. He says, I watch over my word to perform it. And every word that I have spoken, every word that I have given you, it's mine. It's yours. Why don't you believe it and receive it today? Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this message. Thank you for helping us to hear and to see clearer in 2020. Everything that has dimmed our expectation, everything that dimmed our understanding of who you are, the people that we put faith in that failed us. Lord, they're no longer God, but you are God. The thing that was there to pacify us, that you pulled out of our life, we thank you there that it's no longer God, but our expectation and our hope is in you. We give you praise for it now, for the transformation that comes from the hammer of your word. And we thank you right now that you are building us, that you are breaking us, because you are making us. You are transforming us into your image. You are bringing us into a place of fullness and increase, prosperity and promise. And prophetically, we declare and we release from the words of our own mouth. We declare the word of the Lord. Yay! Yay! Somebody is looking at something right now that don't look good. There's something that has happened that don't feel good. But the Lord says, change your expectation. I come to trade your expectation. I come to take your expectation to a new place. Hallelujah. Through faith in me, I want you to see clearer. Hallelujah. 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 When somebody walk in the room with one message, you say, no, that ain't it. I've got a God said. I think Elder Chandler preached that one day. God said. Anybody got a God said today? Anybody got a God said today? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Come on, I want you to live with the God said. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. And we praise you. 
you brought us this far by faith. You didn't bring us this far to leave us, but you're carrying us into the next moment, into the next dimension, into the next season. And we thank you that we move in expectation and we live that way. God, we stay holy. You even talk about that further in this chapter. Don't walk away from the holiness I've called you to because things aren't happening in the time frame that you have set. Don't let go of your expectation. Thank you, Jesus. One day there's going to be a settlement. Thank you, Lord. One day the Lord's going to bring everything full circle. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Don't make sense right now. Don't feel good right now. But there's a blessing and there's a breakthrough on the other side of whatever this is you're dealing with or going through. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for great expectation. Come on, our worship team is going to come back and minister. I'm not going to lay hands physically today, but I will open up the altar and you're welcome to come and to stand.